Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning, Michael Guerin joining you for On The Pace here on Victoria Cup Week. So there's some big races going on, as we know, right around Australia. None bigger than the Everest on Saturday. Good luck to everybody involved there. But on the harness racing front, they have a great meeting for dessert on Saturday night. The Victoria Cup, the Victoria Oaks, the Victoria Derby. So once you're finished, after the huge day at Randwick, there'll be plenty to keep punting on. From a New South Wales point of view, there'll be a lot of horses heading up for the Victoria Cup, trying to get into that, the support races, and a couple already qualified for the Victoria Derby and the Victoria Oaks. One of the question mark horses is a former Victorian, now trained at Menangle by Jason Grimson. His name is Hi. My name is Jeff, and he has won four from four since joining Jason. Cameron Hart has been his driver, and the question is this afternoon, does he get into the Victoria Cup, and if he does, what does he draw? Cameron Hart joins us now. Good morning, Cameron. Morning, Mick. Mate, should he be in the race? He's beaten good horses every week at Menangle. He probably hasn't beaten some of the Victoria Cup class horses, but he's been winning like a horse who belongs in the race. Yeah, I definitely think he's earned his spot, Mick. Um, obviously, he's won his last four races, and you know, that's all he can do, and um, you know, three of those being the open class at Menangle, so um, yeah, as far as form goes, I don't think he can get, be going any better to, to get that spot. You drive a lot of good horses for Jason. You've driven Majestic Cruiser, who's won a Group 1 in Queensland. You drove Swayze, who also won the same Group 1, the Blacks of Fake, back in August. Where would High My Name Is Jeff compare with those horses? Because Cam, to me, he looks like he might even be a more natural, rolling, faster horse. Yeah, he's probably got a little bit more, um, you know, turn of foot for sure, Mick, and yeah, I think he's right up there with those kind of horses for sure and um, he's definitely not going to look out of place in a Victoria Cup um, and the market probably says that too. I think he's probably third or fourth favourite at the moment so I don't really think it's a question uh, in my opinion but um, yeah, I think he's going well enough to, to get in there. Mate, he's a very big horse. I, I presume he wears a big hopper and, and he seems very comfortable around Benangle but he does have winning form at Melton. Do you think, from what you know of the horse and how he is rigged up now by Jason, he'll be just as potent around Melton? Yeah, for sure. Melton's a good track. And, um, yeah, like you said, he's won around Melton in a 51-mile previously when he was trained down there. So I think he'll, the track won't worry him. And you know, if he can get a front-row draw, he'll take a bit of catching. But even if he can't find the front, I think he'll be just as good with a sit with the turn of foot he's been showing. For those harness racing fans just joining us, um, the news out of Queensland this morning, and we'll try and get hold of Grant Dixon later in this half-an-hour segment, is that Leap to Fame is going to the Victoria Cup. He is flying to Melbourne, so therefore the favourite will be there. Cam, you've beaten Leap to Fame with a horse like Swayze. I know the barrier draw's not out yet, but if things go your way, 
and hi, my name is Jeff, can get up against the marker pegs and get in front of Leap to Fame over the 2240, could he beat him? Oh, for sure. Um, the way he's going, I think, you know, especially at Melton, it's very draw dependent. And if we did happen to find the fence, I think it's going to take a really good horse to catch him. And obviously, we know Leap to Fame is that. But um, yeah, I think um, it'd be pretty hard. You know, even though how good Leap to Fame is, I think it's going to be pretty tough to sit outside in the way he's going. Mate, just on uh, some of the other good horses you're driving, we spoke to you a few weeks ago. You suggested Swayze may still be on a New Zealand Cup campaign. Obviously, he's not heading to Victoria. So are you thinking he's still likely to be at Addington on the second Tuesday in November? Yeah, all going well. Um, yeah, they're planning on getting him over there. So, um, yeah, he's pretty much uh, nearly certain he's to go over, I think, which is really good and really looking forward to it. It was a great race last year and, uh, yeah, he seems to be coming up well this time in, so yeah, hopefully we'll be over there. Cam, we know you're one of the best drivers in Australasia. When you head to a meeting like Melton this week, do you actually end up getting many secondary drives or is it a case that most of the locals have their own local drivers, many of them trainer drivers, and you'll spend most of the night watching from the driver's room? Yeah, um, yeah, it can be tough uh, in the harsh racing game to pick up drives in a state sometimes um, with you know, all the local drives uh, normally taken. But, um, yeah, Emma and Clayton are big supporters of mine and I usually pick up one or two for them when I travel. So it would be nice to be able to maybe get one in the Derby or the Oaks. Um, we'll just have to see what happens. Mate, before you head there, we have a really good meeting tomorrow at Menangle. We continue the Breeders' Challenge heats, and you've got some very serious drives. Let's go through them. Uh, race four tomorrow, the first of the Breeders' Challenge heats for the three-year-olds. You're on Franco Forza. Now, this is a stronger field than what it raced recently, but it's not intimidatingly strong because the best three-year-olds in the state aren't here. Yeah, it's probably, um, you know, there's a couple of handy horses without probably being the top liners in this heat, but he'll st- still need a little bit of luck. He didn't win well at Newcastle, um, you know, last start, but he's stepping up in grade again. But I think the horse is probably going as well as he can, and he's probably a top four hope in that heat. In the, the next of the heats, race five tomorrow. This is Menangle tomorrow. This is at 2.37. Interesting heat because you're on Tintin Joe, who a lot of people would have been surprised was beaten last start. Um, did she go good enough there? And there's actually another horse in the race you'll know well, driven by your mate Jack Callaghan, Peaceful. So what do you make of Tintin Joe's last start? And what do you make of it starting outside Peaceful tomorrow? Yeah, I thought her last start was okay. I probably drove her a little bit upside down. She got a really easy lead, and I thought just being the heat, there was probably not much point rolling along too hard and probably just got out-zipped a little bit, but um, pretty confident with her this week. I think, um, you know, Peaceful's obviously a quality filly, but I think I'll still be able to roll out of the gate and maybe hopefully find the pegs, and I think she'll take a bit of catching. In the sixth on the card, you drive a good horse, my ultimate Snowy. Um, he look, he's already got a good horse's record and, and a good horse's times, but I think there's plenty more improvement in him. He's only had the six starts. There's a couple of nice horses drawn inside you, but how good do you think my ultimate Snowy might be? 
Yeah, I think he's really handy, uh, Mick. I think he's um, both his runs back have been super and just been an ideal preparation. He didn't have to go too hard at Newcastle first up and then he just went a little bit harder at Menengel on Tuesday just to tighten him up. So he should be really ready to go this week. And um, yeah, I think he's just probably going to be too good for this field, to be honest, if he, um, everything goes his way. Back to the three-year-old fillies in race seven tomorrow. You're on Marakai, um, Maraki for Jason Grimson once again. Raced uh, in a stronger heat last time and some of the best three-year-old fillies aren't here. What do you make of Marakai in the seventh tomorrow? Yeah, she's probably an each-way hope in this race. Um, she's probably come up against a few fillies that probably aren't the top echelon. Um, so... Yeah, she, she probably needs a good trip, but if she gets that, she can definitely be in the top three in this heat. And in the last of the heats tomorrow for the three-year-old boys, you're driving major celebrity, came up against a good horse in Captain's Nokia two starts ago, looked like it needed the experience and the outing, then, then went to Penrith and just bolted in. Um, I would have thought he'll be better going back to Menangle. Now he's had some experience there, and he looks a horse who, who covers the ground very nicely. Yeah, he's going really well. Um, you know, he's, even Jared said to me, he's just really come on at home um, since that first up, second. Captain's knock, things didn't really work out his way, but it was a good run. But, um, yeah, Penrith, he just felt like a really good horse to me. He, he won, under, won under a hold, and, yeah, I just come back and it was all praise for the horse. So he probably looks the winner um, when he's come up with a good barrier and probably in pretty even race. So, um, yeah, I think he just keeps getting better and better, and like you said, he'll be better for that experience in the first round of heats. You've got a strong book tomorrow at Menangle. What would be your best two chances of driving a winner? Yeah, I'd probably say both the three-year-old Colts, um, Major Celebrity and My Ultimate Snowy. They both look pretty hard to beat. Mate, good luck uh, with... Hi, my name is Jeff. I presume he's going to be in the Victoria Cup. That final field announced this afternoon. And... Yeah, good luck for the barrier draw. I think that's going to be crucial for you as you head to Melton on Saturday night. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. That's Cam Hart, one of the best in the industry, and he has a drive. We're pretty sure. I can't imagine he's not going to get into the race. Hi, my name is Jeff. But there are a lot of very proven horses in the race, and one of those is Spirit of St. Louis. Um, he's been in open class now for two years. He's been fantastic for much of that, and... Jack Callaghan is his usual driver. He'll be on him at Melton on Saturday night. And Jack, good morning to you, mate. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Um, he's an old hat now, Spirit of St. Louis, in these open class races. But many times, with his gate speed, he ends up being the pivotal horse in the race. Yeah, good morning, Mick. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah, he's a little ripper, this bike. He's you know, been at the top now for a long time and... Um, you know, he's probably been the most consistent at the top over the past two years. We just spoke to Cam about barrier draws for Hi My Name is Jeff. It would seem crucial for Spirit of St. Louis. I know he can unwind off a cold sit, but to me, still the best version of him is getting up against the marker pegs and not covering more ground. I presume you would like one, two or three in the Victoria Cup? Yeah, he's got really good gate speed, Mick, which obviously is, um, you know, helps his chances a lot when he draws off the front row. But um, I'd really like to see him just driven with one run. Um, 
you know, in a race like this, it, obviously it's just going to be draw dependent and tempo related. But if if he did did no work and there'd been a fast lead time and he got a nice track into it, I, I think he'd be able to close as hard as any. So he's extremely versatile. We just need the right trip. We've had the confirmation this morning from Grant Dixon that Leap to Fame is going there. You've seen him now be beaten twice uh, in his last two starts. Is, is that the key to beating Leap to Fame if you get in front of him staying there? Because on a horse like Spirit of St. Louis, you can think to yourself, well, if I cop a, a sit on him, I get the passing lane at Melton. But if I give him the lead, he might just disappear and be too good for us. So is that the key, maybe staying in front of him? Oh, not necessarily, I don't think. Um, like you saw in Cypher, came from behind him and beat him. And, um, you know, last time, well, two starts ago when we raced him in Sunshine Sprint, uh, Lewis was able to follow him and, you know, got to within a metre and a half of him. So I think um, you not necessarily have to be in front of him, but probably just not let him get to the front um, with Probably going to be the undoing of him, I'd say. Mate, you went to Menango on Saturday night. You drove a horse called Roll Up, who you probably haven't had that much to do with just yet. I thought it was a pretty nice winner. It didn't win by much, but um, not often you see horses come across from WA and return to Menango. You see it through, uh, through Leon Jewett and those sort of people, but um, your bosses, Luke and Belinda, don't tend to get too many horses from WA, so this is, this is one who is a bit out of left field. Yeah, that's right. Um, obviously, the Bonds had him over there, and uh, it, he just wasn't quite suited to the smaller track of Gloucester Park, so they've sent him over here, and he's raced pretty well since he's been here. He, he uh, raced a good time on Saturday over the longer trip, so he's in a bit of an awkward grade where he's going to be in between you know, free-for-alls and the 95, so I think with good draws in the 95 grade, um, he's always going to be competitive. He might just find it a little bit tough if he has to race the three falls. Mate, there's some really good racing tomorrow. The Breeders' Challenge heats return to Menango. And I want to ask you about Peaceful. You drive Peaceful in race five. I know how good she is. She's obviously a really talented filly. Um, is she going well enough? Because last start, things didn't go her way. She's been back to the trials since in a very quick time. What do you make of Peaceful versus Tintin Joe tomorrow in race five? Yeah, she's been a bit a bit uh, frustrating her last few months. Um, probably hasn't been quite up to her standards and probably not 100% genuine either. So we've made a few gear changes and I think, um, you know, she's in a race tomorrow that if she probably doesn't win... We've probably got to hit the race that button and you know try something new. But um, at at her best, she's you know more than capable of winning that race. It's just um, you know I'm not 100 percent sure on how well she's going at the moment. To be honest, would she have the gate speed to potentially hold Tintin Joe at the le- at the start? Yeah, I think so. She's done a lot of good racing on the front end, so. We'll probably roll forward and give her a chance and you know, hopefully she's from some tomorrow. You've got a nice, solid book tomorrow at Menangle. What's your best chance of driving a winner for us, mate? 
Um, I really like Promised Land's chances. She's drawn a bit awkward, but uh, she's got really good gate speed as well, so she'll probably head forward and, uh, you know, if she gets a bit of luck, I think she'll be a great chance. Mate, good luck with the barrier draw today for the Victoria Cup. That's on Saturday night, and uh, hopefully you get a good one with Spirit of St. Louis and you have some options. He's been a horse who's drawn well in plenty of races. Let's hope that continues on Saturday. No worries. Thanks very much, Mick. Jack Elligan, who, along with Cameron Hart, is one of these fantastic young horsemen and horsewomen, of course, here floating around New South Wales. So there's a lot going on this week, and I know many of you are listening to the Gallup stuff and, and wanting to find out more about the Everest and the Caulfield Guineas and everything else going on. So let's just get to the harness racing stuff and explain to you what's next. So the barrier draws for the Victoria Derby the Victoria Oaks and the Victoria Cup, the final fields and barrier draws over the next 24 hours. So we'll have some clarification about who's starting in the Cup and then the barrier draw. Um, There's not a huge representation uh, in the Derby and the Oaks for New South Wales, uh, but those fields will be up and the markets will be out by tomorrow and then we can start dissecting the barrier draws, which are crucial. But most importantly, and this is crucial, this morning we found out from Grant Dixon, he's been great with his time with the media because he's got a very good horse and leap to fame. Good morning to you, Grant. We are confirmed now, I believe, your wonderful horse will be on a plane to Melbourne, and he is going to be in the Victoria Cup. That's the plan, Mick. Yeah, lots of planes don't let us down. Yeah, we'll be on our way. Okay, uh, there was a few little parts to this. Obviously, it's very expensive to fly to Melbourne, and I believe you were going to have a mate, hot and treacherous, going. He's now pulled out. So is it a case that you fly there and back, or do you fly there and truck home because there's no big hurry to get home? Um, look, at this stage, we're, we're planning on flying there and flying home, and uh, hopefully, regardless of the result, that's what we'll be doing. Okay, the the figure being banded around is forty thousand dollars. Grant, is that right? Yeah, that, that's that's about the figure. Mick. Yeah, it's, um, we're hoping that we can um, take him to truth. Hopefully, he might gain a start and something down there, um, just to try and pick up a few extras as well. So that's, um, hopefully, we can um, yeah get two on the two on the plane and, and sort of split the cost. But even though that you know that between the two horses, they've earned. A, a reasonable amount of money, so hopefully it's a bigger deal. Grant, you took him to Albion Park on Saturday night. He was able to win, as you would expect, in that grade most impressively. What did you do between then and talking to owner Kevin Seymour this morning and saying, well, good to go? I presume you trot him up. I presume you run your hands over his legs to make sure there's no heat anywhere. And I presume you've probably taken a blood. What are the steps from Saturday to pushing the button on a Monday? Oh, we just wanted to make sure that he ate up good over um, Saturday night and and Sunday night. Uh, we did pull a blood this morning, but we, we won't have the results of that probably until morning. Um, and then we just wanted to make sure that he felt sort of well within himself when we took him out to give me some job work this morning. Okay, Grant, he heads to the Victoria Cup. It's over 22.40, and the last two big-time starts he's been in, the Eureka and the Blacks are fake, he's had to sit parked, and it's an awfully hard way to win major races. 
Do you think if you draw well enough, say one to five on the front line, he has the gate speed to actually go forward and dominate one of these races rather than having to be dictated to by a horse who maybe draws inside him and doesn't want to hand the lead to him? Oh, look, Mick, I'm sure that he can hold his own out the gate. Um, I don't think he'd hold a quick beginner. And I don't, obviously don't think he can cross a, a quick beginner. Yeah, OK. Where's he at mentally? He's had a good introduction to open class. He's been to Menangle. He's rough and tumbled in about three or four open class or, or tight class races now. Does he seem to be handling that? He seems a very sound horse when I look at him. But also mentally, is he is he learning more about being a racehorse and what it's like, what it takes to win these major races? Oh, look, I think I think um, most of the way through, he's, he's um, been a really good racehorse. He's got, um, yeah, you know, he wants to win, and uh, you know, he settles in a trail good, and he's just outside the leader good. Um, and when he leads, he's, he's very hard to catch. So I, I think. Um, yeah, like tactically wise, he's, you know, he's, he knows what he's got to do. Grant, I'm stoked he's going. I think all the harness racing fans are stoked he is going. If I was able to give you any barrier draw in the Victoria Cup on Saturday night, which one would you like? Oh, probably three or four. That's probably the ideal, I think. Well, we'll find out this afternoon. Grant, we're thrilled to have him there, mate. Looking forward to seeing you at Melted on Saturday night and great news that Leap to Fame is going to be headlining the Victoria Cup. Hey, thanks for joining us this morning. We know you're busy. No worries, Grant Dixon, yep, you can always hear the harness racing trainers when they're in the sulky. You can hear the horse there, remarkable access. So Grant talking to us on the phone. Um, for those that are a bit concerned about that, um, often the, uh, the, the trainers will have the ear pods in, as many people do when they're working, and they can answer their phone as they jog the horses. So no safety issues there. Uh, the only safety at risk may be those backing against Leap to Fame because he is now in confirmed, as long as the plane gets off the ground, for the Victoria Cup. So that's the harness feature for the week. We have Breeders' Challenge heats tomorrow at Menangle. We have Newcastle racing today. So Newcastle race today. And then we have, of course, the big build-up throughout the week to the big one coming up on Saturday night. Victoria Cup with plenty of New South Wales interest. Also the Derby and the Oaks. We realise you have plenty of places you can bet this week, so we'll try and keep you up to speed on all of those. The next time you'll hear from us on On The Pace, we'll be back 10.30 on Wednesday morning. Brittany Graham, back from North America, will be joining you to talk about all things harness. If you're having a bet today at Newcastle, we wish you the best of luck.